Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bonding with Mark and Andy. This is Andy Parker coming to you. Parker, Andrew Parker, coming to you live Andrew from the Parker. bunker in Nashville. Say hello to my friend Mark coming to you live from Hungerford, England. England. No, it doesn't. I, never, was, uh... I wish you wouldn't introduce me like this because it never sounds as good as live from Nashville, Tennessee. It just doesn't. <laughs> Mark's in the haunted chapel there in Hungerford. Uh, so if you see something going bump in the no, night, don't say Mark, that. Don't, because <laughs> it will happen, and then that I'll be. Don't absolute... don't alert him. He will be wide awake no, and scary all night. This sort of thing does occur in here. Don't say it. So as usual, so those that are new to this and those that are not new to this, uh, as everybody knows, the idea of this show is I've never seen the Bond films, although I, now I can say I have seen two Bond films. Uh, the first one was Dr. No. We're going in order. I, since seeing Dr. No, have listened to the audio book, read the book of From Russia with Love, which is the latest movie I just watched and what we're going to discuss uh, I'll give you a quick synopsis of it. Then we're going to jump right into breaking down the film, the good, the bad, and the uh, the bond. So this is from Rush with Love. It was published in 1957. It is the fifth uh, James Bond novel in the series. Uh, from Russia with Love is frequently considered the best James Bond novel by many fans and critics, although even critical opinions vary greatly. The novel is credited with launching the James Bond craze and leading to the official Eon Productions film series. Its biggest boost came four years after it was published when an article in Life magazine on 17 March 1961 featured U.S. President John F. Kennedy included it on a list of his top 10 favorite books. The book was the only work of fiction on Kennedy's list of favorite books. Um, and real quick, the budget for this film was two million dollars, and currently the box office sits at seventy-nine million for From Russia with Love. Mark, not a bad return on your investment. That you is know. not bad at all. So, um, yeah, I just finished watching this movie uh, just the other day. I took uh, two pages of notes. We're going to try something new here in our episodes. We're going to try to do some uh, screen sharing so we can talk about scenes as we go. So it is um, considered it is considered the one of the best, if not the best, Bond movie. I know Sean Connery says it's his favorite Bond film. Yes, Lots of people cite from Russia. So, what did you think? Did you rate it? You liked? It? I well, so so out of the two I've seen, uh, this is my favorite. This is where it starts <laughs> to become the Bond we all know and love with all the yeah, but. I've been talking to people, um, people from the Facebook group and friends of mine have messaged me privately. And you know, a lot of them have said, wait till you get into the later bond, like the, the latest ones, like uh, the uh, Daniel Craig's, uh, because I, I, I'm, I'm sure at some point it turns a little from the campy bond into the serious. Um, from Russia with love is, is the after from Russia, when you get to Goldfinger, it all goes bananas and the plot starts to get a bit the plots start to get a bit outlandish but with dr no and especially from russia with love it's a straightforward sort of spy espionage type yeah. plot and it, you know it's a proper sort of spy thriller it's well, quite grounded so let's jump into this let's try the first thing i noticed right here this is the first scene i'm going to show you mark there we go uh let me i just want to show part of this let me turn this music down a little bit here this scene to me was very interesting um, 
because well, it's, the, it's the opening scene, isn't it? It's the opening scene, and I'm watching this, and of course, you probably know it's going to happen. And those of you that have seen the movie, you know it's about to happen, but I did not. So I'm like, oh my god, Bond gets killed in the opening scene. I'm like, Spoilers. holy crap! Spoilers. Spoiler alert. And then, uh, but what's all this? What's going on? What's happening here? Training school I, for assassins. Oh, look out! It's Spectre. Yes. And so look at him. Look at look at Robert Shaw as the villain Red Grant with the blonde, you know, the bleach blonde crooker. And then He's this just, right here. Oh, this reveal. Very Mission Impossible. I'm like, Mission wait Impossible. a minute. <laughs> yeah. There's the reveal. So, let me pause that. That caught me off guard. Um as it's supposed to. It did. It did very well. And again, this this so this part is not uh, in the book. <laughs> That I recall. So I'm like, wait, what's going on here? So that was a, that was an interesting scene, and I just I thought but that this was is so a straight. Cool. If you think about it, it's a straight follow on from Doctor No. The the whole point of from Russia with Love is Spectre are furious that James Bond has killed Doctor No in the previous film. So the the next one from Russia starts with Spectre training a load of assassins to get James Bond. That's how that's how it begins. Yeah, that's the crux of it. So that's that, and uh, look at this opening sequence here. And then we're into a fantastic song. I mean, Matt Monroe from Russia We Love It. It's a great song. As soon as you hear it, you know exactly what it is. Get a little yeah. bit of that playing behind us. Yeah. Uh, very cool, though. Very cool. I love that. And um, I just thought that was a cool scene. Yeah. And then, you know, you go on from there. Let me uh, close that out, and let's see where I'm at here. So we're back to you and me talking. So I thought that was cool. And then we go to um, what I believe our next scene in the movie. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is the um, is this scene here, Mark? And don't forget, it's the first time yeah, with a Bond movie. There's generally always a pre-title <clears throat> sequence, so something happens before the credits. And with from Russia with Love, what you've seen there with you know, oh, it's James Bond getting killed and da da da, and then the music starts. That's yeah, that's the first time they do it. So then we get this scene. Am I correct? Is this the next big scene in the movie? Yeah, this is um, Kronstein, the Spectre agent, who's a <clears throat> master chess player, but secretly works for Spectre. Right. So my my recollection of the book is it starts with this scene, the mm. chess playing scene. And, you know, for those of you that are, are they're not watching this on YouTube, you're just listening, you're missing out on playing a scene from the movie, this massive set of this chess board, and there's a... I mean, bigger than life-size chessboard up here. This is it's so a, cool. It's an insanely good set. Yeah, they're, they're playing chess. It's a big exhibition match. And then, yeah. yeah, look, the camera pulls back and you see that view. I mean, look at that. Yeah. Uh, and this was a cool scene, of course. And this is the scene where in the um, in the book, uh, you, well, in the, even in the movie, you're, they, they, they pass a note to this, the, the uh, Russian... Um, look at his face. Guy. Look at this guy's face. He's a Polish actor called Vladek Shabal. And his face and his voice, he's, he's the quintessential Bond villain. Look at him. He's a very striking-looking actor. And he just, you know, notice how he grabs the piece of paper and he drinks. And there's, and he the, there's a message there. from Spectre. Yeah, and you see the Spectre go. logo, which is so cool. Yeah. Uh, so he's got to uh, deal with this guy quickly and be on his way. Yeah, because he's posing as a chess master. Am I right? Chess grandmaster, yeah. But he's secretly... Spectre's head of planning, I think, or head of operations, or something like that. He's like the COO or something of Spectre. Exactly. Um, so this is such a cool scene. We'll let that play for a second. 
so that was um it's his face his eyes the way he looks the contempt in his eyes for his you know he's a great villain this guy yeah and it was just it was so cool and uh, you know it it it's just a, a great opening to this movie because mm. it's so broad and then of course checkmate he tips yeah. over the king he accepts defeat and our guy now is in a hurry because he has to go. He has he's been go. He's like, I got to get the heck out of here. Blow, Blofeld. You don't want to keep Blofeld. Look, the one guy reaches to shake his hand, and I don't think so. No, he's just yeah, struts past him. He's on his So own. that guy <laughs> blows him off on the uh, shaking the hands. Uh, so then um, as we're just going to kind of move through the movie a little bit, I, I got a lot of clips I'm going to try to play. Um, this scene coming up here next, Mark. Now this and, – and you could talk about this a little – because you gave me a little bit of info about uh, the the lady in this scene. Um, let me get this started up here for you. Oh, Lottie Lanier, Rosa Claire. And, and I have to say, let me pause this and so look at her. She so give it this... some context. So this is the training camp for these Spectre assassins, and she's come in looking for a guy to take on James Bond. So this is and look at this. So. Look at his physique for a start. Robert Shaw. For starters, the, the couple things I want to note here. Uh, first of all, I want to go to Spectre Island because this looks like a badass place to go to. Um, not not to train as an assassin because that's not who I am. I'm a lover, not a fighter, Mark. Yes. Um, but you need to look like Robert Shaw to get in. <laughs> they never let you in, Andy. Well, so, so let me stop for a minute on that. And, and let me move this a little further along here. Um, so this is Donald Grant, Red Grant, they call him in the movie. And he's a British, well, he's Irish in the book. He's an Irish psychopath who's, who's got yes. out of Dartmoor prison. Now, I been... have to say, Mark, I'm going to be honest with you. And this is, again, just me being stupid, ignorant to this, to the what's going on here. It wasn't until three quarters of the movie that I put it together that that's Robert Shaw, yeah. the same guy who plays Quint in Jaws. Yeah, exactly. I didn't put that together at all because that's not how i know robert shaw did you know all right okay and i'm looking at this i'm like god look at this guy like he's a rugged you know i know him as this grumpy old you know you gotta need a bigger boat that's yeah. the guy i knew uh i didn't know this guy now this is a smooth move here and she's got the yeah she's got the knuckle she, duster in her hand she wants so to see i'm how like he is. what is she gonna do to this guy yeah, yeah. and look at this she's wicked she's absolutely he, wicked so she belts him in the gut, and yeah, Shaw he, stands there and takes he doesn't, even, he doesn't even flinch. He's that tough. Doesn't flinch. So that's Rosa Klebb, Lottie Lenya. That's Robert Shaw, and he's playing Red Grant, this Irish psychopath that Spectre have recruited to become an assassin, to basically to take Bond out. Yes. But it's now, do you want to talk about Rosa Kleb for a minute. The, the note you sent me about well, Ro Rosa Rosa Kleb, Lottie Lenya. Lott she, Lottie? She's just such an iconic Bond villain. She's a small. She, I, she, I always think she's a bit like a sparrow. She's a very sort of bird-like small woman, but she's just super evil. She's super deadly, Rosa Kleb. You can't underestimate her. She's yeah. She's one of the great Bond villains, I think. Yes, and and her as a as a as a real person. You mentioned she was. Um... Uh, what she was name dropped she's in. An she's a, a, her real name. The actress who played it is a woman called Lottie Lenya. And I didn't know, I mean, it's years later I found out 
she was an, an Austrian singer, very well regarded. I think she won a Tony Award. I think she was nominated for an Oscar. She was very big in, in, in a film. And she's name checked in Mac the Knife, Mac Louis the Armstrong. Knife. I think Bobby Darren had a big hit with it, but Louis Armstrong brought it out in 1956. And if you listen to it in, in the verses of Mac the Knife, he name checks Lottie Lenya. Yeah, yeah, she, and, yeah, she was quite a big singer, and then she's yeah, she gets cast as Rosa Klebb, and she's just perfect in it. She's just super, super evil. She, she's yeah, shocking. you sent me that that clip, and I was like, wait a minute, what the, a yeah. Bond villain is checked, but uh, very cool, very cool, with little fun little uh, tidbits here and there. Um, so we go through the movie, and uh, interesting. Also, sticking with Rosa Klebb for just a minute is uh, in the book. Because it's in the movie too, but there is some quasi uh, flirtation going on. Which with is her a lesbian and in the book. Let's, let's not beat about the bush. And, uh, <laughs> in the book and the movie, she she, she is implied to be a, 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 an outrageous predatory lesbian, and she, yeah, it, she flirts with Daniela yeah, uh, Tatiana. Yeah, yeah. In the book, it's it, it's way more than what it was in the movie. The movie, they brush it very very gently. She just touches her leg in the book, but in the film, but in the book, yeah. doesn't she come out all dressed in lingerie or something? Oh yeah, she actually comes on to her pretty yeah. pretty yeah. aggressively. Like she'd be definitely me too. And so Rosa, like Colonel Rosa Klebb <laughs> used to work for the Russian Secret Service for Smirsh. She's now secretly defected, and she's joined Spectre. Right. And yeah. Yeah, it, it, it gets a bit more complicated from there. But she, Rosa Klebb is ex-Russian Secret Service. Now she's working for Spectre. She so is that's where she comes in. So I wanted to jump on that. I uh, mentioned that for a minute. Um, there's a scene that it's it comes after this. Uh, I couldn't pull the scene to show you, but I was just interested because this movie came out. What did I say? When did the movie come out? 1963. 63. <clears throat> 63. And in this movie, Bond has a, a, basically a beeper. And a car. Oh yeah, yeah, pager, yeah, yeah. Because he's uh, he's uh, laying. Uh, well, the first time, a... the first time you see Bond, he's in a little boat on the Thames with um, his Sylvia his, Trench, his, his Sylvia Trench, his girlfriend from the from Doctor No, and she was the she was supposed to be his on-off girlfriend. So at the beginning of every movie, where's 007? Oh, he's out somewhere with his Sylvia yeah. Trench. But they they banned it. It's the last time you see her in from Russia with Love. But she was supposed to be a sort of a recurring character. She'd always be. Slightly frustrated that Bond would have to leave her and go off and do his mission. I yeah, I read that that said that it was the the original idea was to have her in all the episodes, every movie. That's right, yeah. And then the disappointment of him always having to leave her. Exactly. They did yeah. say this is the last time, but the funny thing was is again, this is 1963, 64, and uh he has a a pager. A yeah, yeah, that's that was quite a novel thing. Yeah. And I was like, did they have and I'll probably look it up and maybe put it down at the bottom of the screen here. Mm. Did they have that technology back then? Or oh yeah, I think it was, Bond it was, have that technology back. It then? was extremely new, and you know something like that was quite radical to have a beeper and be able to. Yeah, and, and don't forget, he gets up, walks to his Bentley, and he's got a phone in his Bentley. That was unheard of in in that day and age. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, well, you and I are both old enough to know when cell phones and cars became. Oh yeah, I remember them sort of turning up, and they were as huge as bricks with great big areas. <laughs> but, yeah, he I just had struts, one. He just struck. He gets the message. He leaves her in the boat, struts to his Bentley, and gets a car, uh, gets a telephone out of the. Out of and it. she's very, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, boisterous about him taking the phone call. 
Like he's on the phone with the the head. Oh yeah, no, he's she, she's M, over, she, yeah. She's it's mouthy. Sean, it's Sean Connery, you know, stripped to just his shorts. Of course, yeah. everyone's going to go crazy for him. I'm on the phone. Mm. <laughs> and that's the, and that is another little you know bit of useless information. In the books, he's his Bentley. He's always driving a Bentley, and it's he's he uses it quite a lot. That's the only time in a Bond movie you, you'll see him with a Bentley. That, oh that's, really? That's, yeah. You said, you'll have to look it up. I think they were Bentley Continentals, old school Bentley racing cars he, he used to drive. Yeah. Um, and that's the only time you see it in a Bond movie when he, he walks up to a Bentley Continental Mark II. It was very cool. Uh, yeah. So let me get to this next scene, Mark, and we'll um, – might be the last scene for this for this episode before we move on to another for our next episode. But let me get this up for you. Um, this is – where is it at? Let me get this going here. Oh, and... the briefing with um. Put... I was. Look cool he looks, even oh, from the back, with his, his short back and sides and his tailored suit. He looks amazing. So right here. Yeah. There's a reason I brought this in. Let me get this. First appearance of Q. Of Q. Yeah. An ordinary black leather case with twenty rounds of ammunition. Twenty rounds of ammunition. Here and here. Look at this. Yeah. Now, if you take the top off, you'll find the ammunition inside. If you take the top off? Yeah, there. You just pour the them out. Here, <laughs> flat throwing knife. Okay, this AR-7 sniper. Look at rifle. this. Inside the case, you'll find an AR-7 folding sniper's rifle. Just sitting there. Caliber. <laughs> Which is a real gun. It does exist. They do, they do exist, AR-7s. Does it exist like that? Yeah, it's a proper gun. Yeah. Pull out these straps. Look at this here. Side of fifty gold sovereigns. Fifty gold sovereigns in either side. Now, watch I have to figure out how much that was worth. Fifty gold sovereigns. I think it was about three hundred pounds. Inside a tear gas cartridge. That goes in the case against the side here, like that. It's magnetized, so it won't fall. So he's got the tear gas. Shut the case. And this is the tricky now, part. Only to open a case like that, you move the catches to the side. If you do. The cartridge will explode in your face. <laughs> in your face. Now stop the cartridge exploding. <laughs> Turn the catches horizontally. Horizontally. Like that. Then open normally. I mean, could you imagine? Now you try it. If you do it wrong. <laughs> well, exactly. Like that. That's right. And open ordinarily. Ordinarily. I love the way he says ordinarily. You got it? Yes, I think so. Is that all, sir? Yes, thanks. Yeah, I mean, so think about it. Desmond Llewellyn. Think about it, Mark. On top of all the stuff Bond has to do, he has to remember to make sure you turn the knobs correctly, or you will the right blow way, the thing yeah. up in your face. T turn them ordinarily, and they won't blow up in your face. But yeah, first James Bond gadget, beautiful briefcase, folding sniper's rifle inside, twenty rounds of ammunition, explodes in your face if you don't operate it the right way, and spits out a little dagger if you need it. So I mean, it's perfect. All of that, you got to make love to beautiful women and save the world. Shame. What a shame. Mark, you and I missed our calling, my friend. Yeah, I don't think I <laughs> like all the, all, the, all the attempts of my life that go on. That, you know, that get you down after a while, I think. I, I totally agree. Well, Mark, I tell you what, with that scene there, let's call that this episode an end for now, and we'll come back and do it on the next episode. We'll pick up where we left off. So let's all say right. goodbye okay. for now. Bond on, everybody.
Good night. This has been a Touch of Madness production. Brought to you by the creative minds at Tommy Twins Media.